0: so i taught this to my kids and so one day we were at breakfast and my daughter she's 12 she's like hey dad can i have a milkshake with breakfast and i'm like no you can't have a milkshake with breakfast are you crazy because i was just thinking of the sugar plus she's gonna want to have like waffles or something and she's like oh dad i can appreciate that you're probably concerned about the sugar content of the milkshake but you know how about an orange juice because orange juice is a lot healthier it's got vitamin d and i'm like oh my gosh you literally just on a retreat and re-asked me i'm like of course sure you can have orange juice the most inspiring stories from today's most successful mortgage brokers. Join your host, Scott Peckford, on I Love Mortgage Brokering. Hey, Broker Nation. Welcome to the Mortgage Brokering Podcast. Today I'm continuing on my 10 loans a month series. This is a tactical podcast I produce every week. I'm your host, Scott Peckford, and today I'm going to be talking all about scripts. Do you need them? Are they worth your time? Are they not? Before we jump into that topic today, though, I want to give a shout out to our title sponsor, Finmo. Finmo is a Canadian mortgage application and document collection and submission platform that is amazingly simple for borrowers to use as well as brokers. They've got some cool features built in, smart docs, smart submission notes, and it connects with Lender Spotlight. Go check them out at finmo.ca. So today I want to talk about scripts. I saw recently a post in our Facebook group and somebody said, hey, do you guys use scripts? Do you recommend scripts? And there seemed to be a mixed result in terms of some people said, yeah, you should use them. Other people are like, no, you don't. And first thing I want to say is that every single top broker uses scripts. And I would argue this, even if they say to me, they don't, they may not call it that and they may not realize that they're doing it. But if you could be a fly on the wall in their office and listen to them talk on the phone for a couple days, you'd be like, wow. They just repeat themselves nonstop, same thing over and over again. And once in a while, they make a little adjustment that they find improves and they just keep going. And so we all use scripts to some degree. And the way I think about it when it comes to scripting, though, is like if you've ever seen somebody play table tennis or you know ping pong, I've played it before. And I'm like, I'm OK. I'm not very good at it. But sometimes I'll play with somebody who's really good and they'll hit the ball with a funky serve. And literally, like, until you figure out how to return that serve, they're literally just taking points for you. And this is what happens when somebody has an objection or a realtor or a client says something to you that you don't know how to answer. You're going to lose clients' referral sources until you figure out how to return that serve. So when a realtor says something like, hey, I already have a mortgage broker. If you don't have an answer to that that's quick that you can do right off the bat, you're done, right? Or if they say give me a lead and I'll give you a lead, or I have to hand three business cards, or I don't have time to meet right now, or why should I work with you? Or why do you need more paperwork than my bank? These are just a sum of the you know dozens of objections and scripts that you need to develop to be a successful mortgage broker. And I can tell you all the top brokers have an answer to that. If you don't, you're at a significant disadvantage. And just like in playing ping pong, somebody's going to score a lot of points on you. And until you figure them out, you're going to struggle. So there is a framework you can use, though, that's very helpful. I'm going to give you two things to think about when it comes to scripts. I'm going to give you a framework, and then I'm going to give you just a way to think about how you can develop your scripts as you go. So the first with the framework, it's called honor, retreat and reask. The way this works is you're going to pay honor to what they say, right? So if you ask for something, you don't get it. So you've asked for a meeting, you don't get it. Or, you know, you ask for realtors business, and they say, Oh, actually, I already have a mortgage broker, you're not gonna be like, Okay, dang it, I guess I'm kind of screwed, then I'll just call me if you need me. That's not a good response. You're going to retreat and then reask. So honor, retreat, you're going to back up and then you're going to ask for something else. So I'll give you an example from mortgage brokers. And I'll give you one from real life that I actually been teaching my kids this in terms of sales, because I think it's good to teach them sales, and just explain how it works. So basically, if a realtor says, Hey, I've already had a mortgage broker, right? The best response to honor is say, Hey, of course you do. You know, I'm not surprised at all based on what Sally told me about you. I am not surprised at all you have someone here's what I know, though, every top football team has a backup quarterback. And I'm happy to be your backup quarterback. But here's the thing. I know that once you start working with me, I'm going to end up taking over that first position. So you see what I did there. He said, the realtor, she said, I've already got a mortgage broker. I'm going to honor them on that. I'm going to put a smile on my face when I say it. And then I'm going to basically use the backup goalie, backup position response. And then I'm going to attempt another close, which is like, hey, when we start working together, you're going to realize I'm going to be in first. And I've taught this to people that are brand new and experienced people as well. And it absolutely works. If you do it right, they go, oh, okay. And I taught this to one of our agents, Isabel, that I coached. And so if you can listen to my other podcast, the Rookie Mortgage Broker podcast. And in it, she talks about how she went and met with a real estate agent who said to her before the meeting, hey, look, I'll meet with you, Isabel, but I've already got somebody working with. She went through her whole pitch with him. At the end, he threw this objection at her. She answered it this way, and she got a referral from him within the next day. So was he really loyal? I don't know. Maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. So they're just using canned responses without even thinking about it. And most people don't have an answer for it. When they don't have an answer, they just move on. They go, okay, if you don't have an answer for this. But if you have an answer, all of a sudden, you stand out. And they go, huh. If they have an answer for this, they probably will have an answer for my clients. So honor, retreat and re-ask is how that works. And so I taught this to my kids. And so one day we were at breakfast and my daughter, she's 12. She's like, hey, dad, can I have a milkshake with breakfast? I'm like, no, you can't have a milkshake with breakfast. Are you crazy? Because I was just thinking the sugar. Plus, she's going to want to have like waffles or something. And she's like, oh, dad, I can appreciate that. You're probably concerned about the sugar content of the milkshake. But, you know, how about an orange juice? Because orange juice is a lot healthier. It's got vitamin D. And I'm like, oh my gosh, She literally just on a retreat and re-asked me. I'm like, of course, sure, you gonna have orange juice. And so essentially what she did was she asked for what she wanted, which was the milkshakes. She didn't get it. When I said no, she didn't fight with me. She just basically spoke at it from my situation. She showed me what I was thinking. And then she asked for orange juice and showed me why that would be better. And when somebody does this, you're just like, dang it. So don't teach it to your kids. I'm telling you right now, if you don't want them to use this Jedi stuff on you, don't teach it to them. So that's really when you're thinking about creating scripts, most of the scripts are going to fall into that type of framework, honor, retreat, and reask. And it's always positive. It's always positive, upbeat. It's like no big deal. So that's the first thing. Use a framework. The second thing is that when it comes to scripts, here's really kind of three things that I always say that are most important, memorize, internalize and customize. So when you develop that script, whatever it is, so like I just talked about with I already have a mortgage broker, you memorize it, then you're going to internalize it and then customize. And this is why top brokers say I don't have scripts. Yeah, you do. You've memorized, internalized and customized it to the point where it just feels like how you talk but it was a script at one point. And you may not have actually physically written it down, but if you do write it down, you'll do this faster. you know. And then if you want to get really good at it, practice with somebody, you know. videotape yourself doing it, all of these little nuances will help you. So hopefully that helps. I do think scripts are extremely important. And especially when you're starting out and you're under that 25 million a year mark, you're going to want to have scripts for every single situation. And then you slowly memorize, internalize, and customize them. So if you're listening to this and you're like, hey man, how do I grow my mortgage business? We've got an academy called 10 Loans a Month. Go to 10loansamonth.com. We only open it a couple times a year. We got some amazing coaches there. I do coaching as well as some other people that are top mortgage brokers. And scripting is just one of the cool things that you can learn. And the last thing on this is I'd say is make sure remember the framework. So honor, retreat and re-ask, and then finally memorize, internalize and customize. And then you will be able to handle any situation, any serve a realtor or client throws at you. You'd be like, bring it on. You have a big smile on your face. Like I know how I'm going to answer this because 95% of mortgage brokers don't have a plan. All right. Hopefully that's helpful. I will see you on the next podcast. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.